next stop, the Super Bowl. Hell yeah, you know we on. We built to do this all night long. Who that? Who that say they gon' beat them Saints? They a lie. They can try, but in the don't we know they ain't. Let's go. We on the road. The next stop, the Super Bowl. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Who that? And welcome back to Canal Street Chronicles podcast. I'm your host as always, Brennan Ertle. I'm alongside my co-host, Nathan Williamson. What's going on, guys? Welcome back. Shares the last name of a legendary New Orleans Zion Williamson. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, no correlation, but... Um, what do you I, mean? We're I, cousins. <laughs> Can't you see the resemblance? I, I'm, not, I'm not Lonzo. I will not be throwing lobs to Nate anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> But we will be watching that soon. But today we're going to stay in the virtual world. We got some mad ratings, uh, some good ratings, some bad ratings, and some um, explicit ratings, um, we could say. And we also got some news about the NFL training camp coming up. So we're just going to kind of talk about that. Kind of a chill day for us, but we're going to get right into the mad ratings. Let's start right out the top with the GOAT Michael Thomas getting a 99 overall. I'm like... I don't know. When I first saw that, I I was so giddy about it. I just he deserves it. He's taken so much crap recently. And I feel like even though he's got that like like top dog attitude, like he still kind of gets slept on a little bit. Just I don't know why. It's like people come back to the slants and the outs, but every receiver has two or three best routes that they run. And Nick Underhill, shout out to him, did a great job breaking that down not too long ago. So I, I don't know. People are going to be ignorant in sports, especially on Twitter. Uh, but for every uh, dark tweet, there's some some bright tweets out there. So that that's always encouraging. But yeah, for sure. I'm I'm I don't see if you base it off of last season stats why Mike Thomas wouldn't have been a 99. Mm-hmm. When you do legendary things, you get legendary ratings. Exactly. Nick Underhill even said if you go to Instagram and look at like um, the post about Michael Thomas, all these crybaby comments and all these he only runs slants, he only does this. Nick Underhill tweeted out, if you take away every single slant he ran, every single catch, all the yards he got, he would still lead the league in yards and receptions uh-huh. by large margin. Like, the, it's isn't close. Um, but looking into Michael Thomas's ratings, he has 99 catch, 99 catch in traffic, and 99 short route. It's pretty much 100% accurate. Um, Madden gives out the beta to some lucky fans, and um, for some reason they tease him at 98 overall. And I saw on his Instagram story, he had the 99 overall chain. I didn't think anything of it. I really should have. I could have been first on that. But um, he deleted it later on. But he joins Mahomes, Aaron Donald, Pat, uh, Christian McCaffrey, and Stephon Gilmore in the 99 club. So that's pretty dope. The Saints get a 99 overall player. But he did hit 99 overall last year, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But I want to talk about these top five receivers they have real quick. Um, they have Michael Thomas at one, of course, at 99. D-Hop at 98 overall. Julio Jones, Cry Falcons fans, at 3, 97 overall. Tyreek Hill, 96. And at Devonta Adams, 94. I think they actually nailed this. Like th- I mm-hmm. think this would be my list, too. 
Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. I, I think if one switch I would make, it would be Julio above D-Hop, but that's arbitrary at best. Um, and Hopkins will be able to prove that this year. He's in a better offense. So mm-hmm. I, I think they nailed it, and I think we'll even look back probably at the end of the season and say that, you know, if you were going to put top five um, in no particular order even, that's that nailed it. I think that's spot on, especially Adams there at the end. Uh, he is the only wide receiver on that Green Bay team, similar to kind of how Mike Thomas deals with mm-hmm. the Saints, but not anymore. But And they didn't draft a wide receiver. And they signed uh, – was it Devin Funches that they signed? Or they signed somebody that yeah, was like yeah, a, you're right. a yeah. decent number two, but <laughs> it's, they, they didn't do anything to help him and A-Rod a- uh, too much in a historically good wide receiver class, by the way. It's just yeah. – it's goofy. I don't know. And Funches, you might get healthy for six games mm-hmm. these past two years. So Devonte Adams could like have this Michael Thomas esque year, like he, uh, Michael Thomas had this year, just being the only weapon. Um, no notable tight ends really. They have that rookie from last year and Aaron Jones out of the backfield. But I mean, he could have he could pop off. But um, staying on the Saints side, uh, Drew Brees, I want to talk about. Ninety three overall, mm-hmm. got the respect he deserves. He's the fourth. Overall quarterback, they have him fourth ranked. Mahomes was 99, of course. Russell Wilson was 97. And Lamar Jackson, the cover athlete, was 94. Some people were surprised about that. But Drew Brees coming in at fourth. Yeah, I, I, I can't disagree with it. Honestly, if they did any dirty to anybody, it's in a not to keep rotating back, but Aaron Rodgers kind of got the shaft. But Brees finally <laughs> got some respect that he deserves. Um, and for a guy that's so humble and down to earth and such a nice like football guy – when you're good, you deserve that kind of respect. Respect earns respect. So they nailed that one. Uh, I, it was interesting to see the guys above him. I was one of those people that was really shocked at Lamar Jackson being the cover athlete and not being anywhere above a 95-ish, you know? Mm-hmm. We're so used to seeing, like, when Gronk was the cover athlete, I think pretty confident he was a base 99. So it's just like – because he was unstoppable that year. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it, <laughs> kind of goofy but i'm so happy for drew he really deserves that and i was worried i thought they might put him mid to upper 80s um but i think people respect him uh and saw through kind of missing out on that yeah i really thought they were going to give him the injury rating like they did another player we're going to talk about in a second but brady is right behind him at 90 overall i'm glad i I was just really hoping they wouldn't screw drew over uh deshaun watson actually pretty low as well so I mean, if you if you haven't seen the video of Lamar Jackson on ESPN, when they tell him the rating, you have to go look at that because mm-hmm. he is straight disappointed. It's straight disrespectful for the cover athlete to be below 94. Mm-hmm. I mean, he should at least be like 96, 95, like you said. But yeah, He's going to be a straight heat code no matter what. So I, I don't know, man. Lamar could come out and have another ridiculously good season, and then next year we might see him join that 99 club. I think the only thing they didn't want to do is put him on par with probably the greatest quarterback that we'll see mm-hmm. in a while in Patty Mahomes. So uh, they were careful to dance around that one. Uh, better to make Lamar a little bit angry and pay him to be the cover athlete than to make <laughs> Patrick Mahomes angry and never have him as a cover athlete again. Yeah, once you once you reach Lamar Jackson at the 97-98, then you're getting into Mike Vick range mm-hmm. of Madden dominance of uh, saying, okay, you can't be the Baltimore Ravens. Um, but I also want to stay on the quarterback conversation because they did the Saints quarterback room a little bit dirty. Um, I'm going to go here to Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill. Jameis Winston, a 76 overall. 
fair. Completely fair. 100%. I think it's fair. But we go to Taysom Hill. I can't even find him. He's so low right now. He's in the 60s. I think he's 64 overall. I think you're right. It, it's like straight mean. Like, I don't know if they had an Atlanta Falcons fan <laughs> making the ratings for the Saints quarterback room, but they hit on Drew. Jameis, I think, is fair. I think he might play a little bit better than that in the 80 range or so, depending on how you look at it. It's all arbitrary. But, man, the disrespect to Taysom and Tommy Stevens, too. Oh, yeah. Woof. But I'll let, I'll let you talk about that one because that, that's just rough. I think he was in the 50s. Am I, am I, it's ugly. I'm going to have to look 50s. really quick. And it's Talk about low ratings. Pretty. And, yeah. I mean, they brought him to be kind of the next Taysom Hill in that athletic form. But, mm-hmm. I mean – he wasn't great. Yeah. But I know he was a seventh round pick, but geez, man, put him down that low. That's I'd rather not be in a game. I know. And I actually did the thing. EA has a thing where you can compare all the quarterbacks and I compared Drew, Jameis and Taysom. Taysom is better in almost every single category, but we're counting like tackling and like receiving. And like, of course he's going to be better at these things because he's played special teams. But he's the third fastest quarterback in the game behind Lamar and Kyler Murray with 90 speed. So if for the Madden fans out there, you can sub him in for a few plays, run a couple uh, read options. Uh, the one thing you need to fix is the fumbling with the quarterbacks. That's ridiculous, and that needs to change. Yeah, that is annoying. And another thing they definitely need to do is expand that Saints playbook because the base Saints playbook was so vanilla. It it, it was boring and. I, we've talked about it before. I think we could have four quarterbacks on the field at a time for the Saints this year and wouldn't be surprised at all. But I would actually be thrilled at that too, for what it's worth. I don't know. Yeah, I know at the end of the year they added that you can make Taysom a receiver. So I've always put him in like wide receiver four yep. or five. There's a package. It was like the yeah, Taysom yeah, Hill yeah. package, which is amazing. Yeah. And that's going to become more of a thing around the league too. So they seem to put that straight up in the game i mean yeah. that's gonna be a new thing coming up Taysom hill is a 64 i actually pulled up a tweet from the expert you and Taysom <laughs> hill's a 64 tommy stevens is a 54 and the first comment i think was so accurate it said Taysom hill should be a 99 gadget player do you think his tight end rating is higher than his quarterback rating i was kind of thinking because there's some players like Khalil Mack. If you put him at defensive end, he's listed at left outside linebacker. If you put mm-hmm. him at D end, he's like a little bit higher or like the same in every game. So I'm kind of wondering if you put him at tight end, is he better? Because 64 at quarterback, I mean, not good. From what we've seen from him throwing the football, I mean, who who knows? But playing football, he's not a 64 overall. No, he's no, better no. than a lot of these other players on the field. Yeah, he's if you I mean even pure athleticism it's just it's mm-hmm. ridiculous. And, yeah. But yeah, I, they're going to do what they're going to do but man that that just seems disrespectful a little bit. You know, I would be interested in seeing cuz I'd like another example of that. I always move Aaron Donald. Sometimes he's listed as a right end and I put him at the yep. DT and he's a 99 either way of course but he just he tears up. So it's just like yeah. Some of those players, you know, the position change really does matter because your attributes are all built into that. It's part of the intricacies of video games. It's not fun to try and make them. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely not. And switching gears a little bit, I have a little fun thing for you. All right. I'm I like fun. You, I, yeah, let's have some fun. I'm going to ask you if I'm going to give you a running back. I'm going to um, 
ask if you would take them over Alvin Kamara right now, today. Okay. I'll start off with Josh Jacobs. Would you take Josh Jacobs over Alvin Kamara right now? I have one question before we th- before we go into this. Do mm-hmm. we count like contracts and age into it? Let's just let's count their performance off of last year because that's okay. what Madden does. Yes. Yeah, I would take Josh Jacobs. Okay. By by far margin. Um. It wouldn't be that far. But I loved Josh Jacobs coming through the scouting process before the draft and before he was drafted. And I think they're equitable players in terms of impact and how you can use them. And Jacobs is younger and has been healthier as well um, than Alvin last year, which if we're basing it all off last year, that's not really, you know, fair if I just do that. But yeah, I think I would take Jacobs just, yeah. So Josh Jacobs had a huge leap. He went from, I don't know his original rating, but he's an 88 overall. Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray, who won Offensive Player of the Year last year, started at 77 as a rookie. This year is still 77, and Josh Jacobs is tied with Alvin Kamara on that rating. Okay, but I'll give you another one. Joe Mixon. No. In my justification, I just, I'm just not a huge fan of Joe Mixon. He's had some problems staying on the field getting onto the field in the first place and i like alvin Kamara a little bit more of a multi-dimensional running back wide receiver combo which is where i think the entire nfl basically is going to be heading in the next couple of years now these next two are tough for me actually aaron uh, jones aaron jones um no i i don't think a power back or a hard runner like aaron jones fits as well into this new orleans offense without somebody like Kamara I think the reason we saw a lot of Mark Ingram's success in that role as the bruiser back is because of Kamara's versatility on the outside Jones is great and I'm a huge fan of Aaron Jones as a player as a person he seems like a great dude uh, but in that case I think I would have to go with Alvin mm-hmm. and last one Dalvin Cook interesting one for me oh man that one's tough both that wanting their money right now I think if I had the choice between the two, I would go with Dalvin Cook. Um, strictly based on, I love watching him play and the ability, he's multidimensional just like Kamara. And I mean, I hate to say this and I don't even want to be on record saying this, but we don't know what Kamara is going to look like coming into the season. I'm sure he's going to come back full health and be great, um, but his contract's running out and uh that is tough. That's like a 51-49% yeah. selection. Yeah. I am a huge well, Dalvin Cook fan. I hate the Vikings with passion. Anybody can tell you that, but I like Dalvin Cook. And I would love to see Dalvin Cook and Sean Payton link up too. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, Dalvin cooked us in the first half in the playoffs, but didn't reach the 100 yards, which is we've held that record for a while. So mm-hmm. he didn't get in the second half. But all these players are ranked higher overall than Kamara. Josh Jacobs is an 88, so he's tied. Joe Mixon's an 89. Um, Aaron Jones is a 90, and Dalvin Cook is a 91. So all kind of fair ratings, but I think they gave the Al- Alvin the injury rating. And he I said that too. on live TV or on Madden's like uh, mm-hmm. video they did. They gave him the injury rating. I think that's fair because, I mean, didn't play his best last year. But, I mean, that's subject to change, and he could either come out and play – phenomenal like he's the best he's ever been or he could be 
you know, what he was last year. And from what, from the workout videos I've seen on Instagram, he looks bigger. He looks yeah, bigger. He looks, he looks bigger. like he's going to be able to run between the tackles much better. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did well, but, I mean, he's been working out with Al-Kadeem Muhammad, the uh, former Saints defensive end, and he's huge. So, I mean, he's looking bigger. Yeah, no, I – I think my my seasonal projection for Alvin Kamara is that this dude, we have to consider a lot of things. We know the effect that a contract year has. It's proven. It just, for whatever reason, football happens that way. He's on a contract year. He's in a city that he loves and an offense that he fits well. I think this guy probably comes back 100%. Uh, despite crazy workouts that look like he could have broke his body at any given point with a weight swinging back and forth. And has a great year. And I hope for Alvin Kamara's sake that happens, whether the Saints retain him or not. Um, I don't really – not a big fan of paying running backs, but when you have Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, that kind of player, it's a lot more than a running back. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see how it works out. But if he doesn't have a great year, you also kind of get that, you know, what kind of contract would he be willing to settle for to stay in the same place and earn more money along the way? It's, it, it becomes interesting. It really does. Yeah, lots of people have compared his next contract uh, with Dalvin Cook as well with what Derrick Henry got, and it could be mm-hmm. north or south of that 12-and-a-half um, for Kamara. I mean, if he were to sign today, I think it would be a little bit south of mm-hmm. that 12-and-a-half. But if he comes out and plays amazing next year, it could be north. And yeah, if no, doubt. Could- no doubt. No I- doubt. I- it's going to be a saga that's going to be covered heavily, I think, all year round. And – Another thing is really how the Saints do this year. You've got um, guys coming up on contract as well. If you don't, you know, let's say if you win the Super Bowl, you know, you could look to go young in the next draft. Young running backs, not that hard to come by in an offense that works like the Saints does. Um, But if you don't, you know, you still have to pay. And either way, you're going to want to pay your two tackles. You're going to want to pay the interior. And for somebody like me that values the offensive line over pretty much everything except a couple key positions, that might take priority over your running back that you lucked out on in the draft anyway. So, I mean, that was a, a third round was a third round pick for yeah. Kamara and look at, he's already been productive enough to justify a second or a first round pick for me. So. Yeah. And they have uh, more players coming up like Marshawn, but mm-hmm. we don't even know like what the, what the salary cap's even going to look like next year. Yeah. And I forget who tweeted out, but someone tweeted out that the saints have like the second or third most money in next year's salary cap so it's like we don't really know what that's going to look like so we could have um depending on drew's contract or what he does i mean we might not have enough to uh spend on all these guys so i mean it really depends on who becomes most valuable of course your tackles marshawn alvin yeah it's gonna be tough it's gonna be really tough yeah the salary cap is a myth mickey loomis is absolutely (laughs) magical so i have confidence yeah, he's just playing Madden franchise. I mean, we'll be fine. He's turned the salary like leniency all the way to a hundred, and is like <laughs> swapping secret first round picks that he just created to make room. And he turned the salary cap off. Yeah, he really did. And <laughs> I think Kansas City is catching on to that too because they're like oh, yeah. at Mahomes contract, and then you go and sign such a big defensive player. It's just i don't know man it's just, crazy. You can't even afford a pair of um uh, jordans right now they have 177 dollars that's in insane i have more money available to sign <laughs> players than the kansas city chiefs do everyone listening to this podcast can say hopefully 
they have more money than the Kansas City Chiefs franchise. Right if now. not, don't worry. Next paycheck, you will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. One more stat before I wanted to uh, move on to the next player um, of Alvin Kamara is a little bit surprising to me. They had they gave him the second highest stiff arm in the game behind Eric Henry. He has huh. 92. And I'm like thinking back in games, and I'm like, I haven't really seen him stiff arm someone to the ground, really. I mean, um, his hurdling, maybe. I mean, he, his spin move in Juke would be what I would focus on. Yeah, me too. But the stiff arm came to me as a surprise. Like Mark Ingram. Yeah. Elliot, power back. Like yeah. That, power really. back. I mean, we'll take or, it. so he's second highest behind Shy Tuttle, right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, Falcons fans! Really. Oh man, that guy is awesome. He was on Twitter. Speaking of Madden ratings, he's like a sixty-seven or something, yeah. and he was on Twitter and said that's basically a seventy. So I'm cool. <laughs> he seems so I'm chill. A, we need to slide in those DMs and get him on the pod. I feel like that would be a really yeah. funny one. Shy Tuttle, if you're listening, hit us up. Yeah, get hit us on. up. We will play back the German version of you stiff-arming Matt Ryan <laughs> live so we can all laugh at it together. I bet his home screen on his phone is just that picture. Yeah, mine would be. <laughs> it would have been so much better if you got a pick six, but I mean, no. who cares? I mean, it who was cares? so close, too. He almost made it, and he just... God, that moment is right up there with the Drew spin, with the Drew spin. That Those two, that's top-tier Saints material. That catch was phenomenal, too. Like, that was not, watching that live, I don't know how he did that. He better have 99 hands, too. Yeah, I no mean, kidding. If they watched the film, he didn't drop a single pass. Mm-hmm. And staying on the D-line, Cameron Jordan, 96 overall. He's tied for the fifth-highest defense lineman in the NFL it's taken a while to get into this top tier status, but he's here. I mean, he's one of the best pass rushers in the league. And this is not just DNs, it's defense lines in general. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron Donald's there, and of course, him. So, I mean, lots of respect for Cam Jordan this game this year. Cam is one of those players that I've always looked at as being um, potentially one of the more slept on players at his position and especially on the Saints team. For so many years, we watched him play with such ferocity and loyalty and such innovation, too, in the way that he rushes the pass and in the way that he's actually multifaceted, dropping back a couple of times into defensive coverages. Uh, We know the Saints like to do a lot of creative things like that, but he's just always kind of been in that, like, like you said, it took him a while to get up into that big range, but he's usually not had anybody that was really that capable of rushing with him. And now the saints have brought in linebackers that can do that. You know, Alex Anzalone when he's healthy and obviously Demario Davis can get back there. Um, in addition to a couple other players that can get into the backfield, you know, we're working on Marcus Davenport and some other guys, but uh, so he's finally got help. And I think he's finally being recognized that this dude's been taking double teams his whole mm-hmm. career and dismantling them in an NFC South that has had some of the greatest tackles, you know, in the NFL at the time. So, so I'm so happy for Cam. If anybody deserves to be up there in that 90 spot, it's probably him. He's he's such a nice guy and a hell of a football player. Yeah, for sure. And they have maybe one of the better defensive lines that Cam Jordan's been with just in terms of depth. I mean, there's so, there's been so many teams that Cam Jordan's been on that. He's really the only guy who should be in the NFL right now. And I mean, that's really true. That, but, um, I, I mean, hey, you're not far off. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's just kind of guys that got off the street. I mean, just Bobby Richardson's in my head. Um, just guys like that who just were on the street, and he had a pass rush like next to them, um, getting taken on the double teams. And if Chandler Jones and Shaq Barrett had these just insane years, and if they didn't have those insane years, I mean, Cam's looking like one of the best, if not the best, edges rushers in the league if those guys aren't producing, but of course they are. I mean, so just shout out to Cam Jordan. We'll get you on the pod too. Yeah, true. Cam, if you're listening, <laughs> you and Shai Tuttle both at once. Come on. No, now. <laughs> yeah, he really deserves that. I, I um I don't know if we were gonna plan on talking about this, but just spurring into my head, Jared Cook in the upper eighties, right? Like an eighty seven or something. Yeah. That that's a big a big move for him and he really deserves it. I, I think he was a lot better than we even realized last year. And I think this year could be a huge year for him too. Mm-hmm. He could get into the 90s this year. Like, yeah. I mean, Mano Sanders as well is also an 87. So, I mean, going from uh, Traquan Smith was a 74. So, just Madam-wise, for our uh, Saints fans who play as the Saints, you're going from a 99 receiver with a 74 to a 99 to an 87 to a 74. Mm-hmm. That's a huge difference. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, the, the Sanders signing is so big. I know we talk about it all the time, but – I'm still kind of shell-shocked over it. Looking at how teams, like we talked about the Packers earlier, did in the wide receiver market this year, I feel lucky like that we lucked out and got Sanders. I think he's going to be even better than most people are expecting. Yeah, and he's been posting videos on his Instagram, working out with Jerry Judy, just teaching him. He looks so good, man. I mean, I'm so excited. I hope we can watch the full training camp. Nothing bad happens. Um, We get to see the full season because – if they're healthy, if I mean, if everything works out, I mean, they're so talented. I just don't, I don't see them not being successful this year. Yeah, no, I agree. I think this is probably the best in arguingly preseason lineup that we've seen the Saints had in a long time, and that includes some really good teams. So mm-hmm. if all goes well and they they are successful, even to the point of God forbid getting past what they did last year and getting just absolutely shafted at the end of the season. That's fine. Uh, I think we'll look back on this team as one of the more talented rosters that we've had. Yeah. And Madden even recognized that um, official team ratings haven't been released yet, but leaked ones has them as the highest rating team at 85. Those are subject to change. Uh, nothing official yet, but the 49ers and Ravens right behind them at 84. But, I mean, if you're looking for a team to play on, it's the Saints this year. I mean, um, I know the Madden strat is fast quarterbacks, but you got Taste Mill as well. Uh, we've got James Winston. Come try out our team. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that's true. I mean, just, just try it out. You've got two or three guys in the backfield in the quarterback room that can run. And, I, it, you know, and when you have an offensive guy like Sean Payton in there, it's kind of like – do you care what the rest of the league is doing? You know, it's like you just do your thing, and if it works, it works. And more often than not, you're going to be successful. Mm-hmm. And I have some other notable ratings just for the fans out there who care. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins and Marcus Williams, our top two safeties, are both 85. Um, and for people who don't know, uh, the Madden ratings, a 90 is – anywhere in the 90s is pretty much like an A. Mm-hmm. 80s is B. It's pretty much just grade school gr- grading. So – I mean, take it with a grain of salt. Thomas said is 83. Sheldon Rankins is 82. I'm so excited about this one. Chauncey Garner-Johnson is an 80. Yeah. I, he, he tweeted out like a week ago, I already know my ratings like in the 70s. And I thought they were going to do that to him. 
but they show straight up respect for Chauncey. I love that. He's going to go up, too. By the end of this year, he's going to go way up. I, I think the same – Thomas Morstead should be rated higher. I don't know how he ranks amongst punters, but he should be up among the best. He's been doing it for like two, two decades. Yeah, and dude level. looks freaking ripped in this offseason, too. He looks he, – his – dang, another guy that came back and redefined his body, he's going to be good again. I so know, that's exciting. Up the playbook. Let's get mm. like a couple balls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's, man, five quarterbacks, you know, out on the field at once. No big deal. <laughs> I know, Let's just send a, Thomas Morstead running on a fake punt and see how it works out. Yeah, one of the most disrespectful ratings I'm looking at right here is probably Will Lutz. And mm-hmm. they have him at 78, which is like a C plus. I just – I think he ranks – I don't know if I'm biased, but I think he ranks among the league at one of the best kickers in the league. I mean, last year he played a Pro Bowl level, all pro level. I mean – didn't it's miss- so dependable. I just don't see why he doesn't have one of the better ratings. I mean, for for kickers, I love kickers and I love punters. I'm a big fan of watching them because it's more of an art than most people think about. But, like, it should be based on your stats. And Thomas Morstead's under the 20 punt and Will Lutz's past the 30, 35 kick is so good. It's just I, – I don't get it. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Big nuts Lutz. <laughs> had to work it in there <laughs> yeah. before we switch gears a little bit i want to talk about some of the crappier ratings and uh staying on the Saints side zach wood like why even have him in the game he's 26 overall i don't know i don't know that's disrespectful i, I would that, rather not be in the game I, I know i mean you can sub yourself in if you're zach wood to play a tight end or something but like come on I that one hurt like that you just feel bad (laughs) yeah Yeah. they're like i mean they should be grading them based off of their long snapping skills not Mm -hmm. based off of how well they tackle or yeah that's a pass because i mean they're rarely doing that like Um, oh good he has low speed yeah when does he need to run (laughs) yeah uh lsu's long snapper blake ferguson blake ferguson i believe yeah higher rating than him so, I mean, just no respect for Zach Wood, but he's out here making millions, and um, I bet those Madden adjusters aren't. So, shout out Zach Wood. We'll get you in the pod, too. I will have to say, Blake Ferguson, an absolute dog. Oh, so yeah. that, I, I will say that. I love that guy. <laughs> I got to admit that I thought he was at LSU for like eight years, but mm-hmm. his older brother was just there. Mm-hmm. I was so confused. I was like, Ever since I've been an LSU fan, Ferguson's been their long snapper. So. It's like, yo, bro, how long are you going to stay? How many doctorates do you have? <laughs> well, a couple names I wanted to bring up on just getting shafted on Madden ratings is Saquon Barkley and Rob Gronkowski. Saquon got a 91 overall. I, I don't know. I see him as a 95 plus. I mean, one of the top backs in the league. And on a horrible back. team, too. Yeah. Exactly. Like he's literally carrying that team forward. Like literally, there's no no metaphor there. Yeah, he could be the next running back to win MVP if he's mm-hmm. if their offensive line's good enough. I mean, he's that good of a back. So I, I hope just, that he hits his peak soon because he did get a lot of wear on his tires in college. But more and more, we're seeing that doesn't matter. You know, Christian McCaffrey had a lot of wear and tear in college, but he's a just a one of a kind specimen. But still, you know, so yeah. I I think I agree. He got shafted. Um, Saquon, come out and prove him wrong. That's all you can really do, I guess. Yeah, I know. 
I don't know how you do that as a long snapper for our guys, but like for a running back, you should be able to do that, I suppose. Don't F up. Don't F up. Yeah. But on the other side, Rob Gronkowski retires from football from two years, for two years, doesn't play a snap, loses all this weight, comes into the game at a 95. 95 is ridiculous. Cam Jordan's been grinding for years to get to this 96, and he leaves for a year. And guess it's 95. It hurts because he's a, he's a buck. But, like, mm-hmm. even if he was a Patriot, I, I would be pissed. I mean, Yeah, it's stupid. I, it's just wrong. Like, it's just wrong. I know you're reuniting the Brady Belichick – or not Brady Belichick. God forbid that happens in Tampa Bay. Um, the Brady-Gronk <laughs> duo. But, come on. Let's be real. He, how much is left of not, – not in, like, a intelligence thing, but – how much is left of his brain? Like, you know, it's one of those things we see guys get hit in the head all the time and especially tight ends. Like I saw him on a game show the other day and I was just like, this guy's going to remember a really complex Tampa Bay playbook. Like, I don't know, but I mean, think about what he did in the off season. I mean, I'm sure he looks great. He, he looks in shape. He looks fit. And I, I like Gronk as like just a, a regular guy. Cause he's hilarious and I'm glad he's the celebrity that he is, but, that rating is just comical. It should be on a yeah. TV show. <laughs> I always grew up a Gronk fan, but, I mean, I just can't respect the rating. you got to earn that. And I don't even know if he's the best tight end in their tight end room. Honestly, mm-hmm. right now, with O.J. Howard and Cameron Bray, those are two very talented yeah. guys. But I saw him on um, part of my take, shout out those guys. And he would say, like, he would show up to practice, like, hungover and stuff, and they're giving a 95 overall. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I just – uh, once again, come out and prove me wrong, but man, I don't know. I don't know. Well, switching to a more serious gear, we got NFL coming up, and an email sent from the exec- executive vice president of football operations sent to the GMs and coaches um, basically said that the rookies are going to report for a training camp July 21st, quarterbacks and the injured players July 23rd, I assume, for PT and whatnot. And the rest of the players uh, report for July 28th. So uh, we got football coming up. And for all those Twitter users, um, the, f- the players weren't really happy about this. And um, we personally don't 100% know because we were not involved with, like, the phone calls and the emails that the players get and the Zoom calls of the player meetings. But we can assume that they're not getting the right protocols and um, insurance to go to these practices um, of course, practicing social distancing. Uh, these players are going to be banging bodies, exchanging sweat, and a lot of them have families. Russell Wilson's wife, uh, he tweeted out that she's pregnant and doesn't want to put her in harm of um, going out with these um, 50, 60 football players, screw it, like 90 football players, and then all these coaching staff and stuff. So, I mean, it's exciting to have football back, but we just want to see these protocols because we want to see these players happy. Um, the second we see players start to drop out is when it becomes not as fun. I mean, so hopefully we can get that figured out, but we got football coming up. Yeah, no, that's what counts. I mean, I'm no longer have to resort and not that I wasn't loving every minute of coach Doug's, but I don't have to resort to watching coach Doug's anymore. Uh, we got football. We got real true gridiron football. So yeah, I can shift my focus back from soccer a little bit, and we'll be back in the uh, good old sport of football. Feel a little more American on the inside when football's on my TV. Yeah, Coach Doug's announced his retirement tonight after yeah. the LSU West Virginia game. 
Three I mean, natties, baby. Yes, yes. All sir. time goat. <laughs> That's the next. Ed Ogeron's gonna do that right now. Yeah. Three straight. Hey, I wouldn't even be mad. Wouldn't no, even be mad. No. He retires. No. He wins three in a row. He can go. That's <laughs> fine. Bring Joe Brady back as the yeah, head coach. Exactly. <laughs> Man. But uh, when this when this podcast comes out, it's probably gonna be either late tonight or uh, the twentieth. And we'll be one one day away from seeing football players in pats. I mean, that seems like such an unrealistic thing in my head right now uh, with the NBA coming back. Um, I mean, that's just so exciting uh, because we haven't even been able to finish the NBA season, but that's coming up. But we got we got real football. And I always look forward to – I have a weird thing. I always look forward to seeing the pictures after practice, to seeing these players in pads. I think it's going to be a little bit more special for the fans this year. Um, I believe fans cannot go to a training camp. I don't know about that for sure. But another thing that's being reported is that um, there's no stance on the preseason games. There's still two. The players want zero, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, So we don't really have any information about that. Uh, Nothing official. It's just all um, up in the air. So I hope they can figure that out and we can get football coming up. I mean, training camp, we want to see Drew Taysom and James Winston fight it out. That's what I'm looking forward to. That's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I agree. I can't wait to see that. Uh, I can't wait to see some of the new guns on the team as well. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to watch this offensive line work. I think it might be one of the better Saints offensive lines that Drew Brees has had in his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't even begin to tell you. I know I wasn't on the pod at the time of the NFL draft, but Cesar Ruiz, man, who. He's so good and he's going to be great. If I, if I am wrong on that, I, I, I just can't even foresee that happening enough to give myself a punishment, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm sold. There there isn't really a scenario in my head where he is a bad football player. Like I think his floor is good. Yeah. I think he's just going to be this, this great center. I mean, Mm -hmm. he's shown it on tape. He's this freaking smart guy. He was there. Um, what three four years I believe. Yeah, and um, was the anchor of the offense line the whole time, called the plays, and um, that's another thing we'll see. We'll pro- he'll probably be playing center, but we'll be able to see more. I mean, is he going to be the guy, and is Aaron Coy going to be able to slide over? Also, uh, Ruiz got a seventy-one overall in Madden, which is respectable for a rookie. Right. Um, Bond and Trotman got sixty-nine overall, so. Nice. Not much love there, but rookies always get screwed. I mean, that'll always change. Who who cares? I mean, who cares at that point? Hey, if I was going to have a rating that's under 75, that number <laughs> is the one I would shoot for. <laughs> Almost 70, not 68. I mean, you know, not, you know not the that's right the reason. Barcel's got, got a podcast about that number. <laughs> no, I, I think Bond is going to outplay that 100%. Oh yeah. Um, especially in the utility utility role that he's probably going to fill into, and he's mm-hmm. going to be learning under Demar. And oh my gosh, man! In the next couple of years, you might see the ascendancy of Zach Bond. And then Troutman, fair, maybe a little bit actually better than what you could give him. But also, you could make the argument that it's not as good. He came from a smaller school, but he dominated at that school, and his physical skills and his hands are going to be so good. So depending on the amount of targets he gets, mm-hmm. which is going to be the real question, we might see him rise up too. Yeah. We'll probably see a lot more 12 personnel with cook and trauma on the field and Josh Hill too. We love Josh Hill. Yeah. But um, definitely a lot more love for tight ends this year. Possibly I just, 
I keep t- I keep saying this offense is just too dang good. It's crazy. Like it it is. It's crazy. You can talk about the Ravens and that's a crazy good offense, but jeez, man, like this Saints team is well put together. It's one of the best as far as it goes draft um scorecard or draft report card. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best in the mo- in recent years. There's no doubt. Yeah, for sure. Well, that pretty much wraps up tonight. We don't really have anything else to talk about. We'll be we'll have, we'll we'll have football coming up, so we can, we'll be able to talk about that and not just speculation about a video game. So I'm really excited about that. But uh, thank you guys for joining tonight. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed. You can follow me on Twitter at Brendan Ertle. I don't have Nate's uh, Twitter memorized in my head, but I'm sure he does. It's at Nate JW Sports. <laughs> And for uh, Shy Title and Cameron Jordan, uh, you guys can just hit us in the DMs and yeah. we'll, uh, we'll get you scheduled. Just slide in. We know you follow us already on those fake accounts or something. We know. Yeah. We know. <laughs> the burners. Yeah. Next episode, we'll have our boss, uh, Chris Dunn's on the show. So you guys won't want to miss that. Won't want to miss us getting yelled at. I'm just mm-hmm. kidding. It'll be fun. It'll be a lot of fun. Chris is a great guy and super smart. So it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yep. Well, we'll see you guys then. I appreciate everyone tuning in. Again, I'm Brennan. He's Nate. Peace out. Who that? Who that? Hey. Who that? 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 Who that?